0: to Miracles in Recovery with Ray Lynch. If you are one of the millions of people facing addiction issues or the loved one of someone who is, we're here to help and to discuss solutions. Hope is in your corner. Now, here's your host, Ray Lynch.
1: Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Miracles in Recovery. It is January 7th, 2019, and... We have a special guest in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> Ellen, Ellen is finally home. She's back. back in the studio,
2: and it's good to be back. It's warm here.
1: Yeah, it's good. To, it's good to have you back. You know, you're not chasing crazy turkeys around the.
2: No, no turkeys. No mountain sunsets. Just palm trees and sunshine. I love it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I guess that too can. Can get old if you you know what I mean, your mountain sunsets and it would be nice if it was if it had this weather there all year round. But then again you wouldn't get the you wouldn't get the seasons, you wouldn't get the different color leaves and I mean it's beautiful at that time of year. Um, anywhere, like even up even up north when we used to go to like New Hampshire and Maine and chase the Chase the um, chase the leaves. Yeah, chase the leaves. Yeah, coming it is down, beautiful,
2: yeah. but I prefer this weather. Oh yeah,
1: because after that, after you, say, oh, that's all pretty. Then, yeah. then it's then it's knee deep on your front lawn. Right. So and dark. Yeah,
2: it's very yeah. very dark there. So you know,
1: and and it's not. It's really not as dark here, and I think it's because we can walk out, and we're not hit with a wall of wind, or hit with a wall of cold
2: or a wall of trees. Yeah. There's so many trees there and yeah. hills, and you yeah. know the sun it takes it a while to get up above them.
1: Yeah, right, so exactly. It's very
2: dark there until about 10 o'clock in the morning.
1: Yeah. And yeah, I think, I, think early it's, at night. I think it's gloomy.
2: It is. Wherever it is. it's. That's why it's so wonderful to be here. Yeah. I have a lot of gratitude right yes. now for being here.
1: Yes. Well, yeah, because the, the some of the other places that I've been. Um, Although I I have to respect it because it's my story, uh, I really wouldn't want to put myself back there, you know? I understand completely. Mm. But, you know, we made it through the holidays, and, um, you know, it wasn't as bad as um, I would – have tried to sabotage it to be. I think I was a little bit too busy with, with Toys for Tots this year. It was it was a little bit, I don't want to say it was overwhelming, but it was a little bit like immediate fast gear this year. It was slow, 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 and then all of a sudden it just went bang. Yeah, because everybody we did, decides they need toys. Well, plus because we did it a different way this year. So ultimately what we did was um, we, we – um, Distributed thirty thousand eighty-five toys, wow. so that count was that much greater to sixty-eight hundred and thirty children, which was lower. So it's about four point three nine toys per child. That's not counting stuff, the animals, games, uh, stocking stuffers, and whatever else we could throw in the bag. So it was about four point three um, toys per child. Now uh, the average is the average is two and a half. So, so I so think you we did great. You know, yeah, we we did great and it, and it's not us that did it. We just we just took it and pushed. Right. Um it's the community that we got the toys from. And our county definitely definitely steps up. I mean, I'm sure that there are things like if we wanted to monitor all the different things that they do, we could point fingers and say, well, they don't do that right. They don't do this right. Yeah. You know, they they're lacking, they're lacking opioid awareness, this that, the other thing. But When we ask for things, this community definitely step up for the kids, and that's important. Yeah, yeah, and you know that just shows me that um, the county that we live in is really not as bad as other counties in our state right. with, with, with drugs and alcohol. And I don't necessarily know we have that much greater of an, an awareness. We may not have as much of a presence because we don't have that much of an epidemic. But I think that we do pay attention to our children in in this county. And I think that helps a lot.
2: I think it does, too. Yeah. And, I, you know, I, I think the problem is fairly severe here. I, this was one of the the counties where my
1: daughter hung out. Yeah, but I mean, I mean statistically is what I'm saying. I mean, granted, we all have personal stories where I could say, yeah, yeah, this this, this county is off its rocker. Only well, from, I, I
2: think only every from, county in America is probably well, the yeah. same. I mean, that, or even places all over the world. It's it's it is a true pandemic. Yeah. It it really is. It's scary but people the awareness is much greater than it was thankfully mm-hmm. you know years ago when it first started there there wasn't much awareness particularly in the government entities i don't i think they turned a blind eye for a very long had, time yeah, yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah it it was tough because i remember when we first started doing the um sunday evening radio show it it boggled my mind the the um uninformity of Yeah, of the, of ignorance what, of yeah the ignorance of people. And and it yeah. had
2: been going on for years, even yeah. then, seven or eight years. Badly. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, that's when the pill mills were really were and really I think it, in the I think it actually took
1: I think it actually took Massachusetts to say, hey, mm-hmm. stop sending your, your garbage here through yeah. Logan Airport. And there was another another state that uh, Kentucky
2: was hit very was hard. Kentucky. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yep. Yeah, they had the uh, Oxycontin Highway. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, people were flying down, driving down ninety-five to get to the pill mills in South Florida.
1: Yeah, and I was I was looking at a um, a thing, an article, and it was about um, overdoses. Like the 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 city that had the most overdoses in each state. Yeah, and n- nothing really rang out to me, but the number one state was uh, West Virginia.
2: I saw that.
1: You know? And And you know, it's
2: not even a big state.
1: No. I mean and it's and it's not very urban.
2: I think it's been hit hard by poverty with you know the shutdown of of all the 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 different coal mills and all of that stuff, yeah. And and the factories. There are a lot of factories there Mm -hmm. too. So there there are a lot of very unhappy, displaced people there.
1: Yeah, I remember during the election, or one of the elections, or something like that, they did a they did a thing about uh, West Virginia, and, and I don't know if it was like Wheeling, West Virginia, or wherever it was, but it was it was not a happy place to no. to be, and 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 you know I, I get that people want to get out of themselves and and you know lose a little responsible thinking and how am I going to pay for my payments and this and that and the other thing. Oh, I'll just go. Suck on this meth pipe for a little yeah. while. I, I get that. But, I mean, that's not the answer. We all know that. I mean, and, you know, the sad thing is, is that they slowly figure it out as well if they're still alive. Um, you know, but I, it, it just blew my mind that the larger cities, like California has huge cities in it. New York, huge cities. Massachusetts. Florida. Big, yeah, Florida. A lot of rehabs and, here. And I want to say Massachusetts was number twenty something. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and Florida, Florida was Florida was in the in the top fifteen. Maybe maybe Massachusetts was eleven.
2: My brother was a judge in Alaska, and he said they had a huge problem there.
1: That's alcohol, though, right? No more, more opioids. So? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Huh. They and and they also legalized marijuana and they are finding a lot of DUIs now are, are and attributing it to marijuana. Oh, people ju- are getting just high straight, and driving around.
1: Just straight yeah, marijuana? Straight marijuana. Yeah, well, I mean I guess saw that a lot. I guess that's um commonplace. I mean, I guess we'll find out about it seeing we we have recreational marijuana use in, in the state of Florida now. Oh, we right? do?
2: I didn't even know that.
1: Didn't you just say somebody got a? Oh no, that's right. Medicinal. That's different. We just have med- yeah. medicinal right yeah. now. I think it, it's, it, it is, is recreational in Massachusetts. You can you can do it. Yeah, in, yeah,
2: Massachusetts, Colorado,
1: yeah,
2: Alaska, California, probably Oregon and Washington too. I'm not sure. Yeah, and and it's going to be on the ballot in Florida. There's just too much money to be made otherwise. Yeah, and
1: and you know I am. I'm, I'm not I'm not advocating for um, you know recreational marijuana use, but but there are so many different medicinal purposes for it today that, you know, how can you not look at it as a possible deterrent in some way? Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, it
2: used to be a gateway drug, they would call it that. You know, a lot of kids started with that and then
1: yeah. moved, it. but so is alcohol. Well, and I think I, my gateway drug was me. Yeah, exactly. You know I, mean? I don't think it, you can blame no, it
2: on the substance. No, I think no. It's if, the if you want
1: to, if you want to take it off yourself and blame it on something, then I could blame it on so many other different things. That was, you know, and and I've heard the, I've heard them use the term gateway drug, and you know that th- that's kind of an unarguable point with me because I know what my personal um, use uh, projection was, and yeah, I started with marijuana. But that didn't necessarily mean that because I used marijuana, I was I was destined to use heroin. Right. No, that was that was totally my choice whatsoever. So, um, you know, did it did it let down my inhibitions a little bit? It turned off my motor. Yeah. You know, but it didn't turn it off enough to like like heroin did. Heroin just totally shut my motor off. Totally relaxed me, and and um, you know, in 1973, I was. Uh, I don't know if the word would be diagnosed, but I, I the, my doctor told my mother that I had uh, attention deficit disorder. They did all kind of crazy tests, and I'm left-handed, left-footed, and right-eyed. And they went, oh, that's a key, and then they <laughs> went, they went from there, and um, I did all of these things. And in 1973, they put me on Ritalin. And um, I would have to say that I was probably the first kid in the city to take it. Um, yeah, my so,
2: brother-in-law was on it, and he's an addict.
1: Yeah. Both of my I kids
2: were diagnosed with ADD I, or ADHD, and I did not give them
1: the drug. It doesn't seem to make any difference. Yeah. No, it doesn't because, you know, it's just it's just masking. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a babysitter drug right. for a teacher is what it is. And, um, you know, so anyway— was I setting myself up that early in my in my uh, life to be an addict? I very well could be, um, because I was going through the repetition of taking a pill, and then I then I would be then I would tongue it and and eat two or three of them. Yeah. So or, I was. I know people that did that and sold them. Yeah, I mean, I was setting myself up for failure immediately, but that had nothing to do with. Uh, the Ritalin, that was that was just my my behavior yeah. then, and um, you know could could that have had something to do with it? Absolutely. Did it did it allow me to um, manipulate? Absolutely, because I knew when I was sitting in a classroom, if I wanted to leave. All I had to do was act up a little bit. Whether whether I took the pill in the morning or not, I knew all I had to do was just say something silly and the teacher would have said, go down to the nurse's office. And I could just go <laughs> lay down on the bed in the nurse's office and sleep for a little while. Every single day if I wanted to. So was that a... Um, a deterrent for my behavior? No, because it because it allowed me to manipulate from a different standpoint. Mm-hmm. It allowed me to be an emotional terrorist on a different level. On that, so I learned I, I learned a lot of negative behavior then, but I don't think it's anything that I wasn't already learning. Yeah, because like I said, my
2: kids were diagnosed with it. I did not give them any kind of drug, and they still ended up. With the problem, so yeah, I think it. Yeah, you know, I don't know. My feeling is there's some genetic component to it. I know there, there are people who don't agree with that.
1: Yeah, you know, I don't nature know. Nature and I, nurture. Yeah. I don't. I don't. Uh, yeah, right. I, you know, to 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 each his own. I don't. I don't argue that in the sense of, um, you know, was I was I born um, an addict or an alcoholic or whatever. I don't know. If it was never introduced to me, I probably would have my my, my behavior would have uh, worked in a different manipulation for right. me. So um, I, I would be I would end up being addicted to something else. I'd probably be five hundred pounds and eating a bag of chips, <laughs> you know. But but that's okay too. I mean, if if that's if that's uh, where you are at. And if that's something that you want to address, then you know, please, by all means, dial 866-472-5792, and we'll talk to you about it. Um, you know, but the, the good thing is the the good thing is is that I can look back at that now and know what I did and and what the benefits. And what the negatives were from it. So if I choose to use that behavior today, I have a, I have a gauge. Okay, well, this got me that. This got me this. So a lot of the things that I learned along the way um, was a good positive attitude get you probably a better turnout. Not a guaranteed turnout, but probably a better turnout than lying, manipulating, and stealing. True. You know? Um, and being
2: truthful and the person of integrity
1: right there are, there are no guarantees i mean the, the the thing is is you know the way the way that something is going to play out if you have a good positive attitude then it's okay if it doesn't work out in your in your um michael jordan i think he says uh, uh, well, for lack of a better term, fail fast. In other words, take the shot because you're going to miss it. Right. Take the shot because you're going to miss it. You know, hurry up and miss that basket. And he's a legend in basketball. Right. And I saw this thing, and it said, you know, I've, I've, I've been put to task 27 times, game on the line, um, and I failed. I've. Gone to the free free throw line so many thousand times with you know points on a line and I failed. My name is Michael Jordan and I'm a champion, mm-hmm. right? Right. So in other words, you know it, it may take you ten times to get to where you're going. How many times it, has it taken us to get to where we're sitting here right now, mm-hmm. talking comfortably and about whatever? I mean, it's taken us a while to get to a point w- of comfortability with doing this. Right. I mean, you know, that there's thousands of people yeah. around the world listening, listening right now, and it doesn't even faze me, yeah. where the first time that we did it, if you remember, we were both like, oh, what the hell are we doing? Yes. Right? It's really,
2: yeah, because you, you, it's new, and you don't know what's going yeah. to happen, and right, and, you know, is it
1: going to be successful, and all and, the things that you want and were we yeah the, exactly were we successful yes because we stayed at it w- did it turn out the way that we wanted to no we had to tweak it and that's why we are where we are right, right. now and mm-hmm. i'm sure we'll be tweaking it some other way somehow soon i guess chloe wants to say chloe something. She,
2: Chloe's getting chloe the dog is getting uh, getting into the mic
1: <laughs> she's right up breathing on the mic so, um, what else is up? What else happened on uh, between Christmas and New Year's?
2: Well, I had a, a really nice time with my family and got to see a lot of old friends and went by my office. I don't work in the office; I'm remote, so I got to see everybody there. So it was kind of a kind of a good time. A lot of driving.
1: Now you're not back at that old company that you were with forever, right? No. But the office that I'm in now
2: is right up the street from there, so I see all my old hangouts. Oh, okay, and, including my old
1: building. Yeah, is anybody that worked there working no. with you?
2: No, I actually worked with some of the people that I'm working now. When I was at the other company, though, it's
1: interesting. You know, we all kind of intersect. Oh, okay, right. Like yeah, like my my brother, my brother Mike, uh, works for Marriott mm-hmm. in San Francisco. And he said they do a lot of work with, with Hilton and Wyatt and they're all they're all kind of like intertwined. just yeah. like a lot of convention stuff. So exactly. I guess with coding companies, I mean it's all pretty much
2: Well, yeah. The company that I'm work, working for now is coding specific. The company I worked for before was the hospital information system, so we interface to their stuff. Right. It, so it's it it's interesting. I never go anywhere that I don't see somebody that I worked with somewhere.
1: Yeah, no, I'm sure. I mean, healthcare I, is small. It's, it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a niche market, yes. especially with coding. So with that, I mean, I I uh, we uh, I worked for a toxicology company, and and uh, we we it was ICD nine, and then I went to ICD ten, and, and it was yeah. like crazy. The the the. Like one code split into like 27. Well, that's where your favorite codes came from. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know. And with that, we will uh, uh, be back in a moment. Dial 866 472 5792. That's 866 472 5792. We'll be back in a moment.
0: 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health & Wellness. Monday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel.
1: And we are back. That was a quick break. I mean, we didn't even start any kind of conversation we had to stop outside of 16- and 17-year-old dogs. Yeah. So. If uh,
2: there's yeah. a dog looking for a home, it's going to be walking up your street.
1: Sadly, yes. Uh, last <laughs> uh, last Monday after the show, after Steve and I uh, completed the show, I was driving up the street to go pick up my daughter's dogs as she went to Disney. And I found this poor little thing Traveling up the street, so of course we—I don't leave stray dogs right. walking. So I grabbed her and brought her home, and she was ultimately she was a neighborhood dog. I had her for five days. Had to bring her to the vet, get her checked out. I want just want to make sure that you know what I was up against. And uh, five days later, her parents came home. They were away, and I guess they were with a dog sitter. And uh, five days later, she found the dog. I can't believe that a pet sitter would let a dog get
2: away like that, and nobody would be raising cane and putting signs up. Yeah,
1: it just didn't. I mean, especially if you asked me to watch a dog, and I lost it, I'd be horrified. Oh, I would too. I would
2: be, I would be tearing the world apart to find the yeah, dog. Yeah, I,
1: I don't necessarily know. Um, what the whole motivation was with it. But I do know that when I, you know, um, she reached out to me and I asked her where she was. I asked her a couple of, you know, important questions. She sent me some pictures of the dog with her holding it. And it, it looked it looked similar. So I said, well, why not? So I jumped in the golf cart and ran because it was only it's only down the street, too, and, and up about five or six houses on the left, which I drove by there. Oh, wow. I drove by there a couple of days earlier. It was either on the 1st or the 2nd. I was on the golf cart running around the neighborhood. And um, there was a guy out there, two doors down. And I had the dog. And I said, do you know whose dog this is? And he goes, oh, the lady two houses up has a Yorkie. And I went, oh, awesome. Right? So I drive up to the house. And here comes a Yorkie running down the driveway. Oh, uh,
2: so it wasn't that and one.
1: And I went, oh, well, it's not her. And I just went home. That was the house.
2: Oh, uh, they had another one. Yeah, it had two. Oh, I'm yeah. surprised they both didn't escape.
1: Yeah. So, fortunately, yeah, I know. So, fortunately enough, um, she's home. Reunited, that's good. She's home, and, and I can go check up on her and stuff. And... Uh, you know, so that was my that was that was my eventful. That um, was your New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve, yeah. And then bringing the dog to the vet and all of that stuff. But hey, it you know it's what we do. I, I just can't. I, I I cringe when I see a dog. Oh, me too. I couldn't leave a dog. No. no way.
2: You know, I don't have one right now. I'm still kind of heartbroken about losing mine. Yeah. But I will get one eventually.
1: Yeah, ultimately, when you when you go where you're going, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Get a little Chloe or get a little Peg. <laughs>
2: yeah. I, I, I always get rescues. I specialize in rescues.
1: Yeah. Oh, did you see that in California that the, um, they're only allowing them to sell rescue dogs at pet stores yes, now? Yes, I did. I think
2: that's, that's kind of a good idea.
1: I think it's a real good idea. But what happens to the flow of dogs now that?
2: Well, uh, I think the first question would be why? And maybe it's because the pet store dogs are being inbred and yeah. have problems.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and, they're just pumping them out. Yeah,
2: and I'm sure they'll just move them but to that other states.
1: I'm just going to say, that doesn't mean that they're going to stop doing no. it, and that's the bad.
2: But California usually starts trends, so it may yeah. spread. We'll see. I don't like the
1: puppy mills. They screw things up a lot, too, California. Well, they do. They yeah. do. <laughs>
2: yeah. But it, it's, a, it's a nice state. I lived there. Of course, it was a long time ago, and I loved it.
1: Yeah, didn't you? Uh, that's right. I had a um. My my uh uh debit card was a couple of years ago was was compromised here, and we were doing a show, and I said it was uh, Larry's supermarket. Was it in in L.A. or something? That supermarket they used to go to. They used it there. Ralph's. Ralph's. Yes. Yeah. I remember Ralph's. Yeah. And it was, it was just, just kind of like kind of random because I said, they're using it at Ralph's. And you went, oh, I know where they're that right. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, I think she stole my card. <laughs> oh, yeah. Went to, went to L.A. and used <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah.
2: That's but, a nice place. But so, very expensive.
1: So, every, so everyone was um, uh, pretty well behaved up in North Carolina? Oh,
2: yeah. Everybody was well behaved. We had a very nice time. Cool, lots of family dinners where everybody gets together
1: yeah, I mean that you know that's that's the great thing about um about being around family i mean the the you know for me, it was I just drove down the street to Janelle's house, we ate, but when there's only a couple of us it's easier. To go out, it's easier to go somewhere else than to have a bunch of people in the house and.
2: We had maybe ten at Christmas dinner, but yeah. you know, then we, we had Christmas Eve dinner, we had Christmas dinner, we had Christmas night dinner, we had the next day brunch. We did New Year's Eve dinner. They do what they call Super Sunday at my mom's house every Sunday after church. Yeah. So there, I mean, there's there's a lot. There's always a lot going on. Just you know, we're all old. My brother. My fifty-eight-year-old brother ran a five k and won for the old guy division. Oh no, kidding! Yeah, cool. Yeah, I put it on Facebook. Even I, I you know, snapped a picture of him crossing the finish line and another of him getting his medal.
1: Yeah, yeah. I actually, I think I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's tall
2: and skinny like me.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, as as long as as long as it was um, uneventful and and a house full of love, that's yeah. all that matters. You yeah, it know, was great. I mean, I woke up. I woke up Christmas Day, and I had finally we we did the show Christmas Eve. Steve and I, we were yeah, Christmas Eve. And my sister texted me saying, "You sound exhausted." Yeah. And I was. I didn't have a voice. My voice was was like gone from Toys for Tots. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you know, but I mean, it's well worth it. It took me. It it took a. It took quite a few. It took probably a week. To get that out of my system, to just be able to, not be all stressed out. And, oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Did um, you get to
2: do Santa with the kids, with the
1: grandkids? We did it the night prior. We did oh, that's it. that's good. After the after the show, I went down there and and we did it. Um, and Amaya, Amaya, is a character. <laughs> yes, she is. Yeah, she is.
2: Yeah. She knows what she wants.
1: Yep. Yep. But anyway, uh, yeah. So it was it was um, it was nice in the sense of you know it wasn't a a traditional christmas with you know mega family and but i don't necessarily go for all that yeah. now in the sense of you know w- when there's when there's 10 that's cool yeah but when there's more i'm trying to find a reason to go to the store
2: oh i know the italian relatives were telling us all about you know some of their family Christmases, where there are fifty people, and I'm just thinking, oh my gosh, who cooked, who cleaned?
1: But that they must do have that, been so much work. That's like every Sunday. Well, yeah, you know?
2: yeah, they my, um, They do it big.
1: Yeah, my my brother Chris, his wife's family used to do that. I don't. I mean, they may still, but they used to do that every Sunday, where well. all of the Grandparents' kids, even though they both passed away, so they probably don't do it now. But they would all go to. Um, they were French to Meme and Pepe's house, and there was twenty-five people there every Sunday, and that would just drive me bananas. Oh, me too. That'd you know, too but much I mean, work if, for me. I guess. I, I guess if you're accustomed to it, um, I'm just. I'm just looking at the people aspect of it, like in the sense of. Um, what I, I don't like being around a bunch of people. I mean, I, I don't mind walking down the street in New York or Boston and people watch. But to have to be a responsible person in a room interacting with people, it gets old, like, real quick. <laughs> I like know? it. <laughs> well, I, I think it gets old real I quick. I like it a lot. Yeah. I
2: think it just depends. I mean, if you're tired, it's not fun, but. Yeah. And it is a lot of work for Whoever is cooking and cleaning, for sure. Well, I, I was the cooker and the cleaner for a lot of those family dinners. Yeah, and it's it's a lot of work, but it was fun. We had a nice time.
1: You're also a visitor.
2: Well, well no, you're really you're technically no, not a
1: visitor, but you no, are a, a visitor. That's the house I grew
2: up in. But yeah,
1: yeah, you're technically a visitor, but you're really not. So, well, so yeah, I mean, it was you know we we made it through the holidays. Um,
2: it's always a, a tough time, really. I think for a lot of people. Yeah.
1: And we were live on christmas Eve and new year's eve and and you know with with that there are a lot of organizations that do the twenty four hour marathon meetings and mm-hmm. stuff like that so hopefully that benefited somebody who was you know out there homeless helpless and loveless looking for a little uh for lack of a better word attention right
2: you it's,
1: know oh and I just got I just got this uh Ralph's are named fries outside of California Ralph's what Ralph's markets yes are named fry fry market fries market ah
2: did they change their name
1: outside of California Ah. yeah
2: well I don't think we have any fries
1: here no we don't have any they, they must be in Nevada in Arizona, yeah, maybe and Arizona must it's be a West Western, coast yeah
0: a West Western coast China. thing
1: and then he types underneath it useless facts useless <laughs> fact of the day
0: yeah <laughs>
1: But yeah, I mean there's, you know, um for me anyway, at least you know it was a good, solid holiday where I was okay with who I am. I wasn't overrelated. I mean, holidays don't really Christmas and New Year's, Thanksgiving to what do they call that? The uh, I don't want to say the devil's triangle, but the Well, uh, it kind of is. <laughs> yeah. Thanksgiving, Christmas. Yeah, there and there's New the Year's. big
2: expectation that hardly ever gets met. Yeah. Unless you're a little kid, I remember being very excited during the entire holidays when mm-hmm. I was little because, you know, there was family, there was Santa, there was Santa, there was Santa. Yeah. You know, Santa was the main thing. Yeah. And seeing the cousins and all of that, but I'm sure it must have been difficult for the adults. Yeah. We had all these kids running around for weeks. Yeah. Crazy, excited, staying up all night Christmas Eve so that we could
1: catch Santa. I was sleeping at 9:15 on Christmas Eve. <laughs> well, I'm exaggerating. I, I after the show, I think I just kind of lounged around. I was sleeping by uh midnight anyway. And also on New Year's Eve. I to, you know, I mean I don't use those as an excuse anymore to um not necessarily an excuse. I guess I don't use them as a reason to have to stay up. I mean, yeah. 12 o'clock is 12 o'clock and that's a little bit too late for me no matter what day it is. <laughs> so but you know I'm grateful today that it, that I was that I was able to be counted I was able to be a productive member of the family unit my daughter called me I went um I didn't find an excuse and stay home and yeah. not participate.
2: Yeah, you don't want, you want to know? stay home by yourself on Christmas. Come on. Well, yeah, I do. <laughs>
1: you know what I mean? That's
2: that. Oh, I, I would be feeling terribly sorry for myself if I had to do that. I oh, used yeah, to but, have to work or, Christmas but see, day a lot, and I would feel where, real
1: sorry for myself. But yeah. that's where I can get. Yeah. You know, that's what I can do to myself. Still, I mean, you know, twenty-nine years clean, and it's still a good day to get high. And I'm going to try to sabotage myself in any way that I can to get myself back there. I mean, granted, I have, I have the tools that have been given. What are you all growling about? The tools uh, that have been given to me um, to be able to process myself through that, but you know, like like David says a lot. David Essel says, you know, your, your subconscious mind mm-hmm. is still going to do yes. what it it's going to charge. do. Yes, it is in charge. And um, you know, if when I put in my mind it's Christmas time, of course, here comes that stress.
2: Yeah, and the and kind of depression,
1: yeah. really darkness. Yeah.
2: You know, and I think I'm sure you remember times when you couldn't go home.
1: Yeah, I would stand out on the front lawn and look through the window yeah. and watch everybody. I uh, almost like a Tiny Tim type thing. But um, yeah, you know, um, what I just lost my train of thought.
2: Well, it's over. That's the main thing. Yeah, another yeah. year under <laughs> under the belt. We're moving on, and we're now in a new year and. Lots it, of exciting things to have. Yeah,
1: and I, and I think that's where Toys for Tots helps me too. Yeah, because I bet it, it, does. it it just it keeps takes my mind off of my own personal anticipation. I threw my Christmas tree up. I threw stuff on it. I don't even care what it looked like. I just had it up there because I knew last year I didn't put a tree up. I better put one up this year. I went up. I put lights on the house. I put the yeah. Uh,
2: you put the giant Santa in the, the yard. The
1: giant teddy bear on the it? lawn. The the uh, the manger and all of that stuff. The nativity scene. And um. I made sure that because when I was driving home at night, the lights were on. Mm-hmm. I made, I just made sure it just, it just reassured me that I did my part for me and my family at Christmas time, right, and all as well, and all as well. But given the opportunity, I probably would have just rolled over if, if
2: yeah. But but you knew what yeah. you needed to do, and you yeah. did it,
1: yeah. And and of course we get through it, and and it's looking back on it, it was great,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know. Um, and it's it's what we do, and and you know, like I said, you know, twenty nine years clean, it doesn't necessarily mean that everything is going to change.
2: Well, and you know? and nothing can. Life isn't always good, no matter what. No, it just isn't. You know, bad things happen that's just all part of it and it's how, i think it's how you process it you know after you've been through this process of getting clean and and learning how to live a different
1: way right
2: and when, once you're there you have to keep moving
1: forward yeah and and um fortunately enough with with the anticipation of um a holiday coming or a quote unquote trigger event mm-hmm. coming um i have the ability to set myself up in one of two ways and whichever way i choose you know determines um whether it's positive or whether right. it's negative negative. and you know like like i said I put my Christmas tree up. I put the lights up. I put the Santa out. I put the nativity scene out there. The silly little wheel with Santa going on the side of the house and all of that, because I set myself up for a positive Christmas. Right. If I didn't do any of that stuff and I was driving down the street to a dark driveway after humping toys all day long, I don't necessarily know if I would have that. We having that. We would be having the. Yeah, the same it conversation. Can put you in a dark place so,
2: pretty quickly. Yeah,
1: so ultimately, you know, I, I guess what I'm suggesting is 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 that life is going to happen the way that it happens. How you go about what are you going to fly? I don't know what it was. <laughs> how you go how you go about um, accepting the outcome is is totally up to you. Yeah, I mean, you can you can spin it in a positive way or you can just let it let it crush you. And um, you know, with with letting it crush you is how I acted for a long time. I, I allowed it just I allowed that to be the motivating factor instead of me stepping up out of my own way and allowing things to happen. Dial 866-472-5792. that's 866-472-5792. four seven two five seven nine two. We'll be back in a moment.
3: Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
0: Are you tired of the healthcare
3: system only treating your symptoms and never addressing the root cause? Discover how integrative medicine can resolve health issues through dietary and lifestyle changes and the use of natural supplements. Increase your energy, memory, mood, immune system, sexuality, and more. Join Dr. Sunil Pai and Maureen Sutton to help you take back your health with natural evidence-based solutions. Tune in every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have you figured out what to attract in your life in order to make it successful? There are those who can and those who can learn. Your intensified energy gives you willpower to move the bar forward and be happy. Happy people spread their energy throughout their lives. And once they figure it out, go on to be successful at nearly everything they set their mind to. Join host Ellen Morano and her panel of guest experts and co-hosts on Generate Massive Energy for a Fulfilling Life. Thursdays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health and Wellness. Tune in Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel, and Thursdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. we got the power to change the world. Is your health where you think it should be? If you're like most people, the answer is probably not. Where can you get the answers you need to get on the right track? The answers start on Occupy Health. Each week, host Dr. Susan Downs and her guest experts will answer your questions, as well as prepare you for questions you'll want to ask your health provider. You'll want to plan for your optimal health with Occupy Health. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health &
0: Wellness. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Miracles in Recovery. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to Ray at miraclesinrecovery.org. Now, back to this week's show.
1: And we're back again in... The dogs are acting a little. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the dogs are getting kind of antsy. Getting kind of antsy, yeah. But um, yeah, this is d- definitely a, a laid-back uh, show because I'm not I'm not overly motivated to. I don't want to say share my experience, strength, and hope, but I'm not overly motivated to. Um, I don't have anything on my mind, which is great because I'm just I'm just laid back and and that and that. Goes to show me that I must be doing something right mm-hmm. because I'm not stressing myself out. I'm not like, oh man, I have to tell these people this and that, and you know. Um, well, you sometimes, are sharing experience, strength, and hope. though. Well, yeah, it's just real life. It's yeah. not, you know, and and that's really what it is that we that we want to sh- we want to share that your life um, changes in such a a drastic way. I mean, when looking back on, say, even just my last year using 19, January seventh, nineteen eighty nine, um, I was homeless, helpless, and loveless at the time. I, I you know, I. And you were just about at the end, weren't you? Uh, pretty much. Yeah, and uh, you know, do. Do I, I do I remember who I was at that time, very vividly? Do I want to even embrace that individual today? Not at all. So so what I do, is what was laid out in front of me. We're going to have to shut that door. That dog keeps barking like that. Uh, but no, don't because then she'll be barking behind the door. Um, you know, I, I I do what was laid out in front of me, it, it, and it took me a long time. And I remember when I first. When we first started talking on the show, and you know, I never really embraced the longevity of dysfunction when i was when I was newly abstinent because I wasn't in recovery. I had no clue. right. I just knew not to use. They told me don't use and come to come here at seven o'clock, go to that church tomorrow at at six. go to this one at twelve and then that one at four. Okay. And I just did what they told me to do. I was abstinent and I was driving to wherever it was that I was going to. And for a long time, I had no clue what I was doing. I just knew that I didn't want to be the individual that I was. How to change that? I don't know. Will these people be able to help me? I don't know. But I know the people that I hung around with absolutely wouldn't have been able to help me cuz they were as dysfunctional or more than I was so i just kept coming and slowly but surely you know 9 months to a year into it i said well i guess maybe this is what i kind of want to i kind of want to be this way i kind of well, i kind of want to i kind of want to give this a shot yeah and at that point i was like Hey, dopey! You're already nine, ten months clean, and you only want to give it a shot now? Yeah, because you know, I just kind of, I just kind of stayed abstinent in followed direction, the, followed suggestions, directions I still don't do well with. Um, <laughs> well, you if listen it, to the if suggestions. it says how to put something together, and we suggest you do it this way, then I'll follow it. If it says directions for use,
2: uh, I will well, yeah, uh, figure it no, out. On I'll my figure own. it out first, and then I'll when I can't figure it, can't out, figure it out, I'm start yeah. reading, and then I've broken it. Yeah. But mm-hmm. but it, to me, it sounds a lot like you just did one day at a time. Mm-hmm. You know, just like they say
1: in all the anonymous literally, groups, literally one then, day at a yeah, time. Yeah, literally, and that's and that's all. That's all you have to do. That's all you really have to do. You know, as as tough as that is, and as uh, scary as it is, going a day without a substance because you know that your your world is going to drastically change, which it really isn't. You know, it, it changes for the better. It takes a little bit, but it changes for the better. I mean, I was immediately uh, when I when I surrendered, I was immediately um, embraced in recovery, and I had no clue. Right. You know that was that that was the good thing. I had no clue. So this last time, I mean, out of the countless times, th- this was the one that ultimately worked. February twenty eighth, nineteen eighty nine. Um. I took the suggestions. I did what they suggested to do, and slowly but surely, it became my lifestyle. Versus, um, Just something you were an doing. An excuse. Yeah. Yeah. Just something to do so yeah. that you
2: wouldn't use. Yeah, yeah, and it, because there there's a lot of spiritual aspects to mm-hmm. the programs, you know, yeah, and, 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 and there's so a community broken. of support mm-hmm. that will help you repair that spirit. Right.
1: Yeah, and I think it, it it's helpful for a lot of people. And I you know I get it even today you know like like I I always jokingly say if I'm going in and um and I'm dead set on jelly beans I have to grab the smallest bag because I know I'm going to eat them all I know it. Once I eat one, those gross <laughs> things are going down like it's just nasty. But I just, I th- that's my behavior. So I know either stay away from them or grab the smallest bag. Don't grab the big bag because you'll be sitting out in the parking lot in the gas station eating the, the entire eating giant 500 bag. Five hundred jelly beans, <laughs> gross, right? Yeah. Um, and now I forget what I was getting at, and now I got jelly beans on the mind, but. What I was saying was, what I meant was, at that point, when they said go to a meeting a day for 90 days, I could never understand, you know, and if you don't like what we have, we'll gladly uh, refund refund your your misery. misery. I didn't know that because I had an addictive personality, that that meeting a day for 90 days was setting myself up. For repetition of meetings, right. right, right. At the 90th day, you go like, okay, whew, cool. I did. I did this for 90 days. Now, what do I do? Go Keep again going. today. Yeah. Go again Keep today. Going. Because. And I bet by that point, you wanted to. Um, not so much. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I, I did. I, I did. I, I, I was, I was embracing what I was learning. But was I still at ninety days? Was I still at a spot where I said, "This is who I am"? No, you know.
2: Yeah, but you have the support, and I oh think yeah, the support yeah, yeah. of the community and the support is so important. Mm-hmm. I mean, some people do it on their own. I don't know how, but right. I, th- I think a lot hey, more God, people yeah need. Need that community and and need to start giving back to people eventually.
1: I was was reading somewhere, some knucklehead. You just said somebody do it on their own. Um, Somebody was putting down, and this is this is an individual with with plenty of time uh, putting down people who do it on their own. You know, like say through uh, what's the Christ Fellowship? The uh, what's it called?
2: Celebrate recovery.
1: Yeah, the celebrate recovery and and the the different the different yeah aspects of a, like a twelve step right. program. That's more of
2: a Christian.
1: Yeah, which is which program. is cool. However yeah. you get it, it's however yeah. you get it, and however your life changes. Yeah, you, you know this individual isn't going to tell me that I'm doing something wrong with with this amount of time. Right. But you know that's what that's what kind of. Um, blows my mind when there are people out there that have the willingness to tell somebody else they're not doing the right thing. And hey, get over yourself.
2: Yeah, exactly. You know I mean? Judge judge not lest you be
1: judged. Right. And the sad thing is, is you know, you I, I saw a post that says something about uh, don't look down, don't don't thumb your nose at the addict that you see on the street because they may be the one that recovers and saves your child. Exactly. You know?
2: Yeah, I saw that, too, and that yeah, gave me it, chills. It, it, I kind of paraphrased true. it, but, yeah. I mean,
1: it's it's so very true. And I look at that, and I look at me because people look down on me and my family, my mother in the shop, in the in the supermarket, because of my actions when I was using.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, it was a dirtbag, a scumbag, and look at them, you know.
2: Yeah, and the whole family's Mean. Yeah, main. yeah the whole family is tainted by that.
1: And the funny thing is is that there were a lot of people that came in after me that I was able to greet at the door and say welcome. Yeah. So that that thing rings so true. So true.
2: It really does. No judgment. None. No judgment.
1: None. And 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 you know, when we're when we're willfully judging someone else, we're judging the individual that we are supposed to be trying to,
0: trying help, to help through the yeah. storm.
1: Yeah. Or to, or to just be, you know, a, a friend to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you or know, lighten Eddie up, support, La- yeah. Please. Lighten up. Like, like I said, it took, it took a long time for me to figure this out. So don't expect overnight miracles in the sense of, you know, your your loved one says, "Hey, I, I think I, I think I've had enough, and I wanna, I wanna give this thing a shot." Get behind them. Right, just supportive. Don't and and if they mess up, don't condemn them. Right, I mean, so you get know, back
2: on the horse. Yeah,
1: I mean, it's it's like a it's like a a diabetic, you know, they will eventually eat a half a cake. Right, you know what I mean? It's just it's just in That's our nature to do, do. That. Yeah, we have uh, thirty seconds left. This hour flew. It sure did. And we didn't even talk about anything. We talked about the holidays. But no, we talked about life, and we talked about uh, whatever. So I guess with that, Ellen. With Miracles in Recovery, hope is in your corner. That it is. Stay blessed.
0: Thank you for joining us this week for Miracles in Recovery.